Come on. Spending too much time on social? Is your daily screen time over two hours? Are you a little bit overweight? Not saving enough money? Any or all of these are familiar. Strive could be for you. The Strive two-week online boot camp will help you to detox your mind, body, and money, getting you on your way to a happier, healthier, wealthier, and more confident life. Go to strivedetox.com, S-T-R-I-V-E-D-E-T-O-X.com, and get your mind, body, and money right. Welcome to Money Savage, a savage approach to personal finance. This is George Graubacher, and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, strong and powerful Vincent Puglisi. Vincent, are you ready to do this? I am ready. Let's do this, George. Excellent. Let's do this. Vincent is a speaker, a mastermind leader, author of Freelance to Freedom. I'm excited to have you on. Vincent, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Yeah, it's it's a it's a loaded question because we can go in so many different directions <laughs> in terms of like what we do or what what we've done. But um, essentially, I'm a husband. I'm a father of three boys. We homeschool our kids. Um, a big thing to us is freedom. Obviously, from the name of our book, Freelance to Freedom, the business that we run, which is Total Life Freedom. Um, I was never good in school. I never liked following directions. I never liked taking orders. I want. I knew I needed to do my own thing, even though I had no idea how to do it or um, what that was about. But that's so why I struggled early on, but now we have that, and it's the freedom for us to be able to travel whenever we want. We homeschool, so we can we take three to four months on the road, and we travel with our families, with our family, and and, and teach them from the road, and we do that at home as well while we run our our businesses. So it's a pretty cool thing that we've been able to put together. Nice. Well, I certainly appreciate that. And- can't imagine there's too many folks out there who are listening and say, well, none of that sounds very good. I, I <laughs> well, some people, you know, some people don't want it. Some people want, and I get that they want something steady. This is not, you know, what mm-hmm. we do is not for somebody that wants security or something just, um, prepackaged or consistent. What, what the people that we attract are people that know there's a chance of failure. They're kind of excited and scared by it at the same time, but they know they want to control their own destiny, you know, live on their terms. So that's, it's, it really isn't for everybody, even though I, I kind of wish it was, but I understand that's not the way it works. Yeah. Oh, I appreciate that. So you said early on, you, you know, it, there was probably an, a huge learning curve. What, what were you missing? Oh, you know, what, what was I missing was I was never really taught this world. Hmm. I was never taught how this, like you can do this. I was taught that you go to school, you follow orders, you you listen, you you study what other people want you to study and you get good grades on those and the ones that do will get good jobs and the ones that don't, who knows what happens to them. So I was the other one. So um, the, when, when I decided at some point, we both, we both decided to start our own business. You know, I was a newspaper photographer and I, I, I learned, you know, very quickly once I had won like the biggest award that I could possibly win, International Sports Photographer of the Year, and I got a 3% raise while I was making $32,000 a year. I'm like, I'm at the top of my game professionally <laughs> and I'm making no money. And and they basically said, like, you should be happy you got that. Everybody else got nothing. And I'm like, this isn't the world that I want to live in. And But I didn't know. Like, I was never taught how, how to run a business. I was never taught how to handle money. So I needed to just dive in and study. And that was those couple of years 
you know, from when we decided to start a business to quitting the job and learning everything in between, it was almost like you start all over again in life. Like all the stuff that I had learned meant nothing and I was a, a brand new student again. So yeah, pretty much everything was in there. It's like Yoda says, first you must unlearn what you've learned. It's so true though, right? <laughs> it's so, and it's, but it's hard. See, it was easier for me because I was a bad student. So I didn't have a whole lot to unlearn. <laughs> the harder people to unlearn are the ones that did good in school because they go, well, I got A's and I got A's by following the rules and you want me to make my own rules, but I want to know the step-by-step and there is no step-by-step. There's guidance, but everything is learning. Everything is a pivot. We're constantly pivoting and the ones that did really well struggle with that. The ones that, that's why you see so many people that were bad in school become good entrepreneurs. Yeah, that certainly makes sense. So what a cold glass of water to the face you you won the international sports photographer of the year that's 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 amazing that was a big award yeah and, <laughs> and they gave you a three percent raise and didn't what come with much yeah, yeah. you well, got you're making 30 grand three percent of that is it's it's just not very much well that's what i said to my boss as you know who you know he, he gave me the review and he was like you know he was like you did great you did all this you went above and beyond we always put in x my wife and i were both newspaper photographer, she won a major award within that same competition. So we get flown to DC for Nat to National Geographic for the whole thing. And then you come back and it's like, well, we know you did all this, but there's just no budget there. Mm-hmm. And it was really just an eye-opening thing of like, I have a ceiling here that I will not, and not even a ceiling, a very low ceiling that I will never break free here. And, and, and then I looked around, it was the first time my eyes really opened up because I was so driven on doing the best that I could in my job. I looked around and I saw 40, 50, 60-year-old people and they were just void of energy. They were frustrated with the job and there was nothing they could do about it. They had no interest in leaving. So all they did was you know, complain and just accept what was given to them. And I was 32, no, maybe 30, I don't know, 32, 33. And I was like, I cannot. We have a baby on the way. And that was the other mm-hmm. thing. Our baby, our first baby was going to be born a month later. And my wife wanted to stay home. Like, I cannot live like this. Um, But they all accepted it. And that's when at that moment I knew I have to quit. And I didn't quit at that moment, but I started we that day we started our first business. Nice. Okay, that's good for you, man. So that was um, not too well. That was so you you were 33 and you've been at this for roughly how long now? So that was 15, 15 years ago that we uh. Now, we, you know, I say we started our first business. We decided to start. We didn't know what to do. Yeah. So we, said we're, <laughs> we said we're starting a business. So basically we're in photography and, and you know, we – and that's going to be my, my tip at the end. It's like my, I had a conversation with my father and, and he basically said you can do anything you want. You don't need to accept $33,000 a year. You can go and do whatever you want and try anything. And, and your income limit is – is it's unlimited. And you get to decide your schedule. And I was like, holy moly. Like is that is that even possible? But nobody ever – I never saw that that was that was even a thing. So, you know, eyes opened, let's go head first and let's make some mistakes and let's break things, but let's make this happen. Yeah, I appreciate that. So instead of asking what what it is you did, let's just let's just let's just give give everybody listening sort of the uh the 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 cheat sheet. So somebody who's listening said, "Well, that sounds like me. It sounds like I was that 33-year-old guy who's realizing, "Oh my gosh, this is not going to give me the life that I want." How how do you counsel them to, to, to move forward? Yeah. I mean, it really, to me, um, there, there's what you, what do you want to do? And then what do you not want to do? 
And that what I learned from there was even from when I was in school, and I'll go back a second, when, when I went into, even when I was in high school, I was, you know, like I said, I was a bad student. My, my guidance counselor said to me, she said, you know, what do you want to do? And I said, well, I, I don't know, but I know what I don't want to do. And I don't want to wear a tie. <laughs> and she got mad at me. She got mad. She was like, no, I'm serious. I'm like, no, I'm serious. I'm like, I don't want to go into an office and wear a tie. And she literally kicked me out of her office. Mm. And I was a junior in high school. She's like, just go. And but I left there and I was confused. I'm like, no, I'm serious. I don't. I don't want to go to an. Office. I don't want to do that. So I had to go through a whole lot of, you know, bad jobs and learning. So when we get to that point at 32, 33, when that happens, I knew what I didn't want to do, but I knew what I did want to do as well, and I knew what we we're good at. So that was the whole. That was the big tip that I learned was like, so many people are in a job, and they want to do something else, and they have a dream to do. Whatever, right? They whatever make up whatever fantasy thing it is, and they want to go from zero to a hundred, and they have no reputation in that industry. What I talk about is building a bridge. This is what I teach people through all the time: is you've got this. Think about like you're on a you're on a mainland, and there's this beautiful island that you want to get to, and there's a bridge that goes there. Now you don't just get from the mainland to this beautiful island. There's a bridge that gets you there, and that first business is generally the bridge. And when we learned that and figured that out, that was huge for us because we went into wedding photography. Now, that was the first thing. We don't do it anymore, but that was the thing that got us freedom. So instead of shooting for the newspaper at $15 an hour like we did, we were able to book weddings at first for $1,500 up to $10,000 it turned out, you know, over time. And within two years, we were making more working 20 days out of the year than we did combined working 240. So... When we did that, when we took the same skills that we had and we used it in a different way to make better money, work that we like doing more, all that, now all of a sudden time freed up and money freed up. And that was the amazing thing. We t- everybody talks about financial freedom. I talk about time freedom. Mm-hmm. Because when you have time freedom, you could do whatever you want to do. Now, I could work 20 days out of the year, outsource work. Now money doesn't matter, time doesn't matter. Now what do I really want to do? And that's what happened. Now I'm giving you a really short condensed timeline of that that happened over years but when we got there it was like you know five years ago we don't really want to shoot weddings anymore I, I literally came home one night after photographing a wedding and I told Elizabeth I said I'm tired of photographing drunk people dancing at 10 30 at night <laughs> for sure I because I, I, some drunk guy like bumped into me was giving me an attitude I'm like I don't want to do this now Enough. it did everything <laughs> we needed it to do for all those years I mean house was paid off you know er, no debt emergency fund, money in the bank, invest the whole thing. And we're like, okay, are we going to keep doing this because it's safe or are we going to now pivot to what we, the next thing? And I already started coaching other entrepreneurs and photographers and DJs on running their business because they all were great at what they did, but they were terrible at business. You know, they couldn't mit, they couldn't mix the art and the business. So I started teaching that. And I remember specifically being at a wedding and I was teaching the DJ while we were eating dinner in between the reception, like about his business, I was explaining stuff to him. And then the music comes back on, he's got to go back out there. And I remember thinking, I want to go there. I don't want to be here anymore. I want to be doing what we're doing now, not out there photographing. So those two things combined. So then we started doing what we're doing now, which is helping entrepreneurs build a business, helping them live a life of freedom, helping them have that time, money, location, freedom. That bridge of wedding photography took us to what we really wanted to do next. And we continue to do that. Nice. I think that's, I think that's awesome, and that's 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 a great way to think about it. Is, <clears throat> yep, you're 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 on the the mainland. There's that beautiful island over there. 
how do you get there? And that's moving from, okay, I'm, I'm a newspaper, I'm, I'm a photographer at a newspaper to, okay, how, how can I, how can I figure this out? And in your example, it was become a, a wedding photographer. And that could be, I mean, it could be anything. You just need to figure that out and actually, I'm just going to say, figure it out one more time. All right. No, but, but it's a, it's it's true because I talk to so many people in the corporate world and they go, but I couldn't, you know, the whole example, I make $125,000 a year. I can't do that, you know, with my Etsy shop. And that's not what we're talking about. Basically, you can, you don't need to make that with your side hustle. Can you do things like consulting, right? And then so often people are like, oh yeah, you know, I can. There's people that left and they consult with my company and they actually, and then they think about it, they go, they actually make more money than I do because, and they have more time because they get to turn down the jobs that they don't want. They get to take the ones that they do want. And with everything that's going on these days, you're going to see more and more of that, more and more remote working. So this is a beautiful time to take a skill that you have and transfer it with close enough to where you build that time and money, you know, more freedom. And then the problem is you don't want to get stuck in that. You want to continue building out where you really want to get to. But it, when the money doesn't matter and you got the time, it makes everything so much easier. Yeah, I appreciate that. And, and I also appreciate that there's so many folks out there who are such great craftsmen or technicians, but they don't have that that that, that business acumen to be able to put it all together. So are, are, yep. are there some really key areas that, that you find people really need help with? Yeah, people generally don't. I mean, there's so many. Like this, this yeah. we can we can write a book about this. But like, people are not what what I find is like great artists and art can be really, you know, widely defined right here. Craftsmen, whatever you talk about, even within the corporate world, they're artists within the work that they do, but they're not good at the business side. They're not good at, you know, following up, asking, you know, figuring out all the different things that make a business run. They're good at the craft, just not at the business. So that's a key. That's what we did. We were, we were good. We became great at the craft. We just didn't understand things like budgeting, investing, all the nuances of running a business, just the relationships, the, you know, building a network, which is a huge thing for us, right? In terms of like even us talking today comes from a network of knowing Andy Storch together, like those type of things. And then introductions, that's how so much of business is done. 87% of jobs come from referrals. But people are so focused on their craft that they neglect the relationships. And when they do want the relationships, it's always like not always, but they're, they're, it's an ask. Can you do this for me? And when you flip it around to I want to go help other people without any expectations. I want to help the people within my network. I want to connect them together. I want to review the things that they're doing, boost up their business. It gives so much credibility to you that when you actually do need something, you have an easy way to ask and they wind up referring people to you anyway. And when you can get that type of work and referrals from your own clients, it just it, it it's so much easier than it sounds once you can do, do that stuff. Yeah, I appreciate that. And I, I'm 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 such a such a huge believer in in the value of community and really the, the necessity of of community surrounding yourself with high quality people, um, not only to do business with, just because you know I think you need examples of people that you can actually see. Like okay. Vincent mm-hmm. did this. Andy did this. I I can actually do this too. Yep. So without that, I think they, they just you know what it probably is possible w- w- without that, but it's really not 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 highly probable. And I think that people really discount that. So, and it takes a lot longer. We did it the first couple times on our own. 
because in 2005, you didn't have the opportunity for communities and masterminds and the things that you have now, right? It wasn't even around. They didn't even have an iPhone then, right? But so we, we had to figure it all out through books and random conversations with people that we weren't sure that we trusted or knew. Now, when you can get into a group and people like ours has every type of business you can imagine. We have all, so not, you don't only want to get advice from people within your own industry. When you get people on the outside that are still in business, but they do it differently. They go, oh, did you ever think about doing something like this? And because it's never been done within your industry, it's a whole new idea that can almost revitalize what you're doing or, or reformat it. And you get ideas from different people. And different, that helps so much when you can have that type of community. Yeah, that different set of eyes, you know, even it could be the most obvious thing, but you can't see it because you're right in the middle of it. So I totally get that. Yeah, we've dealt with it, all, we've dealt with it so often our, for ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> I bet. Well, Vincent, Savage Nation is ready for your difference-making tip. What do you have for them? Yeah, I mean, it's cool to even say this because it goes back to what we're talking about. But when we – that whole situation with my dad, you know, and, and, and I with, when I left my job and I, I came home that day when, when I got that – I didn't even know if I mentioned that about my dad. That's what I'm going to bring in right now. But that when they told me I'm getting a 3% raise, I went home and I called my father to see if I could work for him just because I wanted to make some money because we have a baby coming. I wanted diapers – and formula, you know, I was really scared. I'll never forget that day. And I called him because he has his own, his own business in New York to see if I could do some work for him. And he told me no. So like even my own dad's rejecting <laughs> me now. And it was oh, the worst moment that I can remember. But he said something that changed my life. And this is my takeaway for your audience is he said to me, he goes, I've been trying to tell you this. You haven't listened. Maybe you're going to listen now <laughs> as you can tell how stubborn I was. And he said, you have a skill, but you're not using it correctly. And I just stopped in my tracks and I was like, what do you mean? And he said, you could do anything you want. What we talked about before. He goes, you're settling for $32,000 a year. You're settling for benefits. You're settling for security. So you know how hard it is to hear your father tell you that? That's a really hard thing to hear because usually it's the opposite. Like, oh, be safe. You know, don't rock the boat. He's like, no, you are, you've become a really good photographer and you're settling for this. He goes, you can go shoot weddings. You can shoot commercial, corporate, headshots, sports, anything you want and control your schedule and there's no income limit and you're settling. And I was like, ah, that was a gut punch. And that's what I see with a lot of people. They have a skill, but they're not using it correctly. You accept the job making X amount of money. And if you realize how, like if, if they're paying you a hundred thousand dollars, you're probably worth between four and 405,000 on the open market. Cause why would they pay you if you weren't bringing in that type of profit? If you were only bringing in a hundred thousand dollars a year, why would they pay you a hundred thousand? It, it, no, it doesn't help them at all. And when I learned that, I'm like, oh my goodness! Even if I do it half as well on my own, I'd still be making twice of what I'm making at my job. And that's what we learned. We made way more within the first year on our own business, even though we weren't good at business, than we did at the job. And it kept going from there. So having a saying, you've got a skill, but you're not using it correctly, is my takeaway because it it helped us unbelievably. Wank, that is great stuff. That definitely gets come on. Come on. And Vincent, thank you so much for coming on. Where can Savage Nation learn more about you? Yeah, um, totallifefreedom.com is a website. I, I wrote a book titled Freelance to Freedom. I recorded the audiobook. I give it away for free. Um, so if anybody wants it, totallifefreedom.com slash F2F book. I can send you the link if you have show notes. Um, and that was pro that's probably the best way to – oh, and I have a podcast. I have a daily podcast like you. It's called the Total Life Freedom podcast it's short five to seven minute solo clips 
So those are probably the best ways to find me. I love it. Well, Savage Nation, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Vincent your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas. Go to TotalLifeFreedom.com. Check out the great resources that Vincent has on there. Check out the daily podcast he has and get a free copy of the audiobook as well. Thank you again, Vincent. Thank you, George. Appreciate it. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight. We are all in this together.